amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Jesus is a Empowerment Inc. Radio, and the program is Kingdom Key Spirit, Soul, and Body Series. We have a brand new topic today, and it is getting relief from adversary. Hallelujah. Hope you are doing great. Uh, today is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's go ahead and start right away. Father, we just thank you today. We thank you for today. Thank you for our brothers, our sisters. We thank you, O oh God, for every situation this this morning. Wherever you are, I want you to join with me. And let's pray together. 
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Like I said, we have a brand new topic today, and it is getting relief from adversary. Hallelujah. About relief is is like you get a, a break. You get a, a, a break. Sign um, something that like gives a break. Something that is continuing give a break. But uh, we know we we have a. a in our life, pains, we have sufferings, we have uh, situations, conditions, and this is going on. So you see a relief. So getting relief from adversary. And of course, you know, when we talk about uh, adversaries, we are talking about who? Satan. Satan is our adversary. The devil, whatever name you know, Know him to be uh, evil spirit, evil one, uh, the one that constantly accuses us, um, condemn us, blame us uh, before our Lord God. So it's our adversary. So the 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 purpose of adversary is to steal, kill, and to destroy us. In every area he deemed fit to uh, remove us from the will of God, for us not to fulfill our purpose, the purpose for which God has made us. So it's adversary. So today I'm going to be talking about the ability God provides on getting relief from adversary. Hallelujah. And I have a couple of proof tests here. First one, First Peter. Chapter 4, verse 12, and Psalm 40, um, verse 1, and Psalm 70, from 1 to 7, okay, and First Peter 5, uh, chapter, I mean, First Peter chapter 5, then from 5 to the end, okay, so that is awesome, hallelujah. But first and foremost, let's quickly go to uh, uh, First Peter chapter chapter four. Let's start from verse uh, twelve. He said, "Belong, do you, do you not think it's strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange strange thing happened to you?" But rejoice to the extent, right? Rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's suffering. That when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. Okay? Now verse 14 says, If you are reproached for the name of Christ, bless are you for the Spirit of God and of God rest upon you. On your part, he is blasphemed, is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. See, there are two parts, on the part of doing good and on the part of doing evil. He said, but on the other part, he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. You see, on the part of doing evil is blasphemed. On the part of doing good is glorified. He said, but not, but let none of you suffer as a murderer. That is, you will be, uh, this suffering is not coming to us as a result of us being a bad person, a, a bad man, a bad woman, a bad, uh, a bad child. You see, so, but when suffering comes, when we know to the best of the, our knowledge, the best of the ability God has given us, we have tried all our best. We've lived according to the righteousness of God, 
trusting in God, trusting in Christ, then the suffering still comes. Then we know that uh, we have to what? Not think it strange when the fiery trial comes. Hallelujah. Now, just as I mentioned this word, fiery trial, so I want to uh, 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 explain here that the, the Greek word translated fiery trial speaks of the intense fire that burned away impurities in metals. Impurities are removed from metals by burning them. So when you burn them, the impurities, they are sifted out. The pure metals go on one side. You see, suffering will be part of our Christian experience until Christ returns. So there will be suffering on our part. So on the warfare trial, this reminds me of the current uh, uh, bitter situation in grace, tragedy in, in grace as we speak, that is in the nations of grief, the nation of grief. So we seen wildfire kill several people in grace, especially in the village of Marti. You see, survivors of the wildfire that have killed at least uh, uh, 74 people in Greece. See, they have described how they were forced into the sea by the blazing fire that struck like, uh, the way they could describe it, they said it's like a flame thrower. You know, when you throw a flame, see, can throw it in front of you. So because of the uh, the nature of the fire and the nature of the uh, of the weather, uh, currently you see, if you live in in most parts of the U.S., you see some uh, extreme uh, weather conditions. In some parts, a lot of storm going on, a lot of rain. While in some parts, in some in some parts, you see temperatures as high as uh, 106, 109, 110, and it's just too hot, you see. So anything can, they will burn like flame flower, you see. So uh, we are here, and on behalf of KEI Radio, we weep and we mourn and we cry with you, uh, families of those who have lost their loved ones, those who have been born by fire, and several of them have been born. They are in the hospitals, and we pray that the God of comfort, uh, living God, will comfort you and your family as you all go through these times of pain, these times of suffering and tragedy in grace. In Christ Jesus, Hallelujah! It is the it is the hope. It's our hope that you will not lose faith, but continue to uh, trust in Him, Hallelujah! So we have to continue to trust in the Lord our Savior. I know it is very painful at this moment, Hallelujah! Very very painful. Uh, this is undescribable situation. We cannot, we, we do not know, but we know that Christ is still on the throne. Hallelujah. It's unbelievable. And we are here to pray with you. We are here to offer our support and pray and pray that God will continue to rescue those who are nearby and guide every soul in those areas. In the name of Jesus, but we want to also make sure that that in all these things, that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present 
nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing, absolutely nothing, should be able to separate us from the love of God. So please, continue to trust in the love of God. Continue to uh, seek Him, uh, seek His face, and invite Him in this tragedy. Let Him be there and embrace Him. Hallelujah. So, he, he will come and He will rescue us. And we pray for those who have lost their loved one that God will accept them and we welcome them into His place, into Him in the name of Jesus. Father, we just want to thank you once again. We bless you. Father, nothing is hidden from you. You know all things. You know why this happened. You know what is the end, you know the beginning. You are the first and the last. Father, you 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 will also comfort these people. And we pray that those who have gone come to you, you will you will accept them into yourself today. And we pray for peace. We pray for your protection for the remaining one who uh, have been born. Uh, who are in various thank you, Spirit of God, we 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 uh, are asking that you come to comfort each and everyone who are involved in this situation, the the government, the the city, the the people, the communities. Oh God, come to rescue them, come to give them hope in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you, O God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we are talking about fearing trial. Um, we remember our brothers and sisters, and we pray. Please continue to pray. If there's anything God has spoken to you in the heart, I encourage you. To go ahead and do it, and the Lord will bless you mightily because we have to rejoice with those who rejoice, and we have to cry and weep for those who weep. That it should be our nature. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so, so it's the, the fearing trial is to trials. See, for Christians, the purpose of suffering is to, for us as Christians, the the purpose of suffering is to prove who we are. You see, is to prove us who we are. Right? Is to is to prove our character. True character will be shown in the trial. You will see that uh, I am not able to resist that trial. It will show my my true character, you see. So whatever trial you are going through, your true character will be revealed. People will see it. You yourself will see it, you see. So it's to prove our character, you see. It's to clear away the draws of sin. To clear away what? The draws of sin. And allow the pure nature of Christ in us to show itself. You see, after the draws of sin is removed, clear away, then everyone will see the pure nature of Christ in us. You see, in order, in, 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 in also, you will also uh, uh, see yourself being able to do the things that you normally would not be able to do before this time, because your true nature has been revealed and also the dross has been removed, now you are on a different level. So we will be able to draw nigh to God, we will be able to uh, uh, pray the more and fast the more. You see, so we uh, see this as a, as a way that 
pushes us to Christ, that pushes us to, to seek him, that pushes us to pray. You see, we, we receive an attack, we receive suffering, we get near to God. We receive an attack, we receive pain, we, go, we, 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 we get near to God because he is our refuge. He is our protector. He is the one that will guide us. He is the one that will lead us. We don't have anybody else. You see? So we don't trust in man. We don't trust in women. But we trust in the living God. It says some trust in shadows, some trust in horse. But what we trust in the name of our Lord, our God, our Savior. You see? So we see this as something that pushes us to God. So when suffering comes, when pain comes, what happens? It pushes us to God. We 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 seek Him. We say, "Oh Lord, calm, calm." You see. So we are not to draw away from God. We are not to be discouraged. We are not to uh, to feel depressed and run away from God. Rather, this suffering, this adversary, pushes us to God the more. And one of the things you, you you see in life is we often receive an attack. So we get relieved. Then the moment we are relieved, we get an attack. The moment we are relieved, we get an attack. The moment we are relieved, we, uh, we get an attack again and again and again. Then relief, relief, and again. You see, like I said, Suffering will be a part of our character and will be a part of character building. Not only will it be a character building resulting from this Christian experience until Christ comes, it will continue to be a continuous process that molds us continuously, molds us continuously, and gives us a character. Then what do we then what do we regard as suffering then? I mean, how do you regard? Uh, uh, let me rephrase it again. What would we call suffering then? Suffering is like a friend. Suffering is like a good thing in our life. Because were you not with suffering, most of us will be very far from God. Very, very, extremely far from God. You see, so this is a tool. This is a strategy that pushes us to God. See, suffering comes, we get near to God. It comes, we get near to God. It comes, we get near to God. It comes, we get near to God. Why? Anything that receives an attack. Anything close to Jesus always what? We receive beating. We receive resistance. We receive an attack. We receive problem. See? So we will always realize this. And the moment we realize this, oh, we pray. We, we, we seek the face of God. We got near. We, we call upon him. Because he is well able to rescue us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. So anything close to Jesus, we always get what? An attack. So this is a friend. See, suffering and trials, they are a friend because it draws us close to what? To Christ. What in, what, what, what can be most better than being close to Christ. What is more better for us than being close to Christ? In life. It's our ultimate gain in life. It's our ultimate hope in life. It's the only thing that we need. Christ is what we need. He's all that we need in our life. He's everything that we need in our life. It's everything. It's not like any other thing 
or is among the things is the only thing that we need in our life. Is the only thing that we need in our life. See, is the ultimate thing that we need in our life. Christ is what we need in our life. We do not need uh, uh, other things in our life. Hallelujah. I mean, uh, I hope you understand what I mean. I said Christ is the ultimate thing we need in our life. Of course, we need money, we need homes, we need other things. But when we talk of uh, what we will actually need in our life, is Christ. You will seek Him first, and all others will follow. Hallelujah. We seek Him first. We seek Him. We get near close, close to Him. Then we get an attack. Get close to Him. Then we get an attack. You get relief, and there will be an adversary coming. You see, so we need to seek Him all the days of our life. Hallelujah. Now we've just seen the need for us to give our life to Him in in this uh, tragedy that happens in grace. They did not pray for it. It was not expected. It it is it, it was not what. It will happen uh, or plan like you plan for uh, uh, fire during celebration, independence celebration. You want to do fireworks and all that. No, this was not that. This was not uh, expected. See, so we see the nature for us to always seek Him, to give our lives to Him, to be ready at all times, because we do not know when uh, death will come. It's like a thief that comes in the night unexpectedly. No one knows. So we need to be ready at all times. We need to seek Him. We need to get ourselves prepared for the King. Hallelujah. Okay. Now we are reading First Peter chapter four on um, on verse fourteen. Let's go back to twelve. He said, "Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fearing fire, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's suffering, that when His glory is revealed, you also be glad with exceed." excuse me, with exceeding joy. Verse 14. He said, if you are reproached, that is, if you are insulted, blamed, uh, ridicule, and all sort of things, right? For you are in pain. If you are attacked, yeah, if you are attacked, right? Or if I am attacked, or you are attacked, if we are attacked, you see, for the name of Christ, blessed are we, Blessed are you, blessed I am, you see, for the spirit of glory and God rests upon you, you see, for the spirit of of glory and God rests upon you. Now, he said, on the upper is blasphemed, you see, because by doing that, they are blaspheming the name of God, you see, they are doing things to the Creator. That's doing things to the person who created them. To blaspheme him. You see? So we blaspheme him when we do things to his other third being, like you and I. See? We we attack one another. So in that vein we are we blaspheme him. You see? He said, but on your part, he's glorified. He said, you that they are attacking, you are, you, you, are giving, you are bringing glory to him. You haven't done nothing bad, uh, bad, you see. So verse 15 said, but let none of you suffer as a murderer, see, as a thief, as an evildoer. Or as a busybody in other people's matters. 16. 
Let yet if anyone suffer as a Christian, let him be ashamed. Let let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. So do not be discouraged. Do not be ashamed. You see, if you are a true Christian, you find yourself suffering. Don't be uh, disappointed. You see, most of us get disappointed and say, oh, before I came to to this Christian life, I was having this. Now, since I've been a Christian, uh, look at my life. You see, some people will even say, ah, look at you. You call yourself a Christian, you call yourself born again, look at poverty, look at sickness, look at trial, look at suffering. What type of Christian are you? You see, when you read uh, Psalm 42, Psalm 42, you will see how they ridicule David, how he became depressed, and they will even uh, uh, question you. So many other places in the Bible, you see how... uh, they laughed at David, you see. So they will laugh at you, mock you, uh, do all sorts of things to uh, make you ashamed of who you believe in. But do not be discouraged, okay? Do not be what? Discouraged. He said, let him not be ashamed, you see. But let him glorify God in this matter. So your job is to glorify God in whatever thing they are doing to you, in whatever thing they are doing to you, you just say, glory to you, Lord. I give glory to you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Him. You give glory to God. Okay? You appreciate Him. You you uh, come to Him. Hallelujah. But He said here, He said here, He said in before that, he said, let none of you suffer as a murderer. We are not going to be killing people. We are not going to uh, causing death to people. We are not going to be responsible for their death. Uh, we are not going to be stealing. We are not to be evildoers. You see, of course, when we are partaking in those uh, activities, we've left ourselves to be used in an evil intent, and that is Satan's strategy. You see, and that is what Satan's strategy. You see, you know, when we do that, we will be disciplined by the law. So we will experience what? Suffering. Some of us could be in jail. Some of us will be, uh, have to pay back those things that we did. So, it's an admonition for us, for us to turn away from this lifestyle. If we have been murdering people, we have to face the consequences. And if we are a thief, the same way, you see, return back what you've stolen. Hallelujah. And uh, if you've been an evildoer, we have to stop. Stop doing good. Follow God. Do the right thing, you see, and don't steal other people's things. Hallelujah. And uh, don't be a busybody in other people's matters. That is, be uh, responsible for your life. Don't spread uh, evil uh, news about uh, um, very, very important for our Christian living. You see, our Christian living calls for love. Calls for what? Love. You know, love will cover a multitude of sins. That is, love one another. You say, above all things, love, have fervent love for one another. Above all things, have fervent love for everyone. Doesn't matter who you are, wherever you come from. Have a fervent love for everyone. Why? Because love covers a multitude of sin. Covers a multitude of what? Sin. Amen. Now let's go to First uh, Peter chapter five. Just the next chapter over there. Okay. Just the next chapter. Now. 
When you look at this, we see suffering. We see a relief. We see suffering really relief. Um, now, in Psalm 107, you will see the people of God cry. They cry to, to God, comes, and they do their own thing. He rescued them, and they get a relief, and they go back. This <laughs> is what we see today uh, in our lives. You see? So, now, what I what uh, I I can say is when you and I, I think I I spoke about this in my previous teachings and I spoke about uh, maintaining the uh, the the blessing maintaining the uh, blessing we have received. You see, maintenance is very important. If we don't maintain it, the adversary comes and take it. He comes again and comes. You see, you've been delivered, you've been set free, but the house is clean, the house is being put in order, but there is nothing. It's empty. It has to be filled. has to be filled. has to be filled with the word of God has to be filled with things. See, you either fill it with the word of God or would fill it with other things. You see? Or empty. But most often we fill it with trash. I call it trash. Anything outside the word of God is trash. See? Fill it with uh, uh, worldly news. Fill it with uh, uh, sadness and other things, disappointment. Fill it with uh, looking back. Fill it with uh, things of this world, pride, money, and all that. They go there, and and the the the, uh, 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 the the demon that has been free comes back and see all these things, and he goes back and brings all that demons with him and come and stay. So the scripture says that the situation becomes even worse. You see, so you see the need for us to constantly be in charge of ourselves, maintaining what we have been set free from. You see, so if if we've been set free from. Maybe drinking. Then you don't tempt yourself with drinking. Tempt yourself with drinking. Uh, if you're set free from pornography, then you don't drive around the area. See, you just uh, keep away. See, so that you will not be tempted. See, many of us are not able to resist what temptation. See, so you stay away from that area and constantly uh, keep away. And that is just an example. There are so many other things that we be set free from. So we constantly get away from those things. Hallelujah. Uh, relief from adversary. Okay? Relief from what? Adversary. Now, First Peter chapter 5. I'm going to read from... Uh, Verse, um, verse 5. So likewise, you younger people, submit yourself to your elders. Ye, yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but give grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you. At this verse 6. As verse 6 says, Therefore humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due times. Verse 7 says, Cutting all your cares upon him for his cares for you. Hallelujah. So this is very important in the life of getting relief from what? Adversary. 
we are not to be proud the moment we are out of those suffering. We are not to be what? Proud. We are not to be haughty. You see why? Because God resists what? The proud. But be grace what? To the humble. You see, in our times of suffering, in our times of pain, in our times of tragedy, in our times of situations, situation seemingly impossible unto us, situation that we feel we cannot be out of this place that have put us in a dry pit. It's very hard to get out. See, we need to call upon God. We need to say, yes, I need you in this situation. What do we need to do? We have to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. And in due time, what? He will work exalt us. You see? So we have to first cast all our care upon him, for he cares for you. So we cast all our cares upon him, for he cares for us. See, we cast all our cares upon Jesus. But why? Because he cares for us. So in due time, he will not fail not to exalt us if we truly humble ourselves. But he gives grace to what? To the humble. Hallelujah. He gives grace to who? To those who are humble. So one thing we need to do in verse 8, he said, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, was about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. See, he's walking about like who? The roaring lion, seeking him who he may devour. So we have to, we are not to run away from him. So we have to actively fight we have to stand. Well, running away from him is not it's not a way to deal with him. So we have to what? He said resisting means you have to withstand. You have to actively uh, fight against him rather than what? Running or fleeing. You see? So victory comes when we remain committed to God. Because he is greater than our enemy. Victory comes when we constantly remain committed to God. Because that is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So when we uh, come to a committed stand and God stands with us, there's nothing that the devil can do. Hallelujah. In your dream, you will see him. You will see him fighting for you. When he, whenever you are dreaming, whenever you are asleep, you will see how things will begin to unravel himself for your purpose, for your for the for who you stand for. But in your dream, if you don't commit yourself to him, you will see how the devil will beat you and ridicule you, do all sorts of things in the dream. And when you are awake, you will see all how things will play in, in the physical. Because in the spirit, you are already be defeated. But I pray today that the Lord will be with you in your dream. When you are asleep, when you cannot even move your hand, but the Lord will move your hand. The Lord will fight for you. The Lord will be with you in the name of Jesus. He will not forsake you. He will not leave you. Because he said he will care for you. Because you have cast all your care upon him. You have committed your 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 cares upon him. You have humbled yourself because he will give grace to you in your dream when you are asleep. And when you wake up, you will, you will be a victorious person. Hallelujah. Because victory is him. Victory comes when we remain committed to Christ. Because he is greater than he, because he he who is in us greater than any world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is awesome. 
Now, let's talk briefly about Psalm, Psalm 107, okay? I kind of mentioned it, so I feel that we should quickly talk about it. Then uh, uh, we would uh, uh, call it a day, okay? Hallelujah. And I pray that the Lord will visit you in your dreams in the name of Jesus. Now, there's uh, Psalm 107, okay? Psalm 107. And I'm going to read from verse 1, okay? It's a kind of thanksgiving to the Lord for his great will for deliverance, for delivering us from whatever situation we find, whatever challenges, uh, whatever situations, whatever fear and trial, we give thanks for his word, deliverance. Hallelujah. He said, I read, he said, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his mercy endures forever. Verse 2 says, say, Let the redeemer of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. The Lord has redeemed us from the hands of our enemy. See, when we face challenges, we face situations, most of them are from what the adversary. But God redeemed us, saved us, rescued us from those challenges. He said, verse 3 says, And gather out the land from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. That is awesome. Verse 4 says, They wander in the wilderness in a desolate world. See, this talks about our forefathers wandering in the wilderness. They found no city to dwell in. Verse 5 says, They were hungry and thirsty. They are so fainted in them. Verse five, verse six. Then they cry out to, to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their what distresses. You see, so we 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 give glory to God because no matter our our challenges, our situation, our distress, our problem, whatever we are going through whether we are hungry or thirsty, see? So, but when we cry out to the Lord in our trouble, he will deliver us, see? And he has done it before for our forefathers, and he will do it again, see? He will do that which is unexpected today if we cry out to him, see? He says, verse 6 says, Then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. Verse 7, And he led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city for a dwelling place. See, we are looking for a right way. There are many ways out here today. We have uh, uh, wrong way, we have right way, but we are asking God to lead us. So we cannot lead ourselves today. Can a blind man lead another one? You see, both of them will fall into what a ditch. See, we have so many people there today who are blind, leading the blind. So both will fall into a ditch. So we need something that knows the way. We need someone who knows the way, the right way. Who will say, yeah, go here. Then we are going to the right path. Hallelujah. Verse 8 says that all that men will give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful words to the children of men. Verse 9 says, for he satisfied the longing soul and fulfilled the hungry soul with goodness. And there are so many boys in our heart, there are so many people with boys in our in their heart that only he can feel. Money cannot feel it. No, no, nothing else can feel it. But the void is there. There is no joy. There is no satisfaction. It's only him that brings that joy. It's only him that brings satisfaction. You will see after you have attained that position, you have attained that hierarchy, you have attained that circle, that thing, you still find there is no joy because there is a void that needed to be filled by Christ. Comes, it remains. Hallelujah. Until he comes, he remains. Since he said, for he satisfied the longest soul and filled the hungry soul with goodness. Verse 10 says, those who sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, 
found in affliction and iron. Because, verse 11 said, because they rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the Most High, verse 12, therefore he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down and there was none to help. Because one of the one of the great uh, sad things for us to do is to con- continue to ignore the word of God, counsel of the of of the Most High. See, so there will be pain. So I hope we will continue to uh, respect the word of God, uh, honor the word of God, and let Him be the standard by which we live. Hallelujah. Because we don't want to fall down and we don't have any help. This is the consequences of those who despise the counsel of the Mosiah. You see? Now, verse 13 said, Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distress. Our God is a good God. This is the second time they cried and he rescued them again and again. Now, verse 14 says, he brought them out of darkness and shadow of death. That is another relief from what situation? You see, another relief. And broke their chains in peace. All oh, that men will give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he has broken the gates of bronze and called the bars of iron in, town, in two. You see, you you see the wonderful words to the children of Israel. You see, verse seventeen says, "Fools, because of their transgression, because of their iniquities, we are afflicted. They are so above all manner of food, and they do near to the gates of death. Then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble and save them out of their distresses. He sent His word and healed them." And deliver them from their destruction. You see, all that men will give them the Lord of for his goodness. This is the third time. You see, they became fools. Like um like some of us today, we are fools because of our transgression, because of our iniquities, and we become afflicted. And our forefathers they ate all food. At one time, they were craving for meat, and he gave them meat. Okay, eat meat. Quails and all came. And as the food were in their mouth, they, they were dying. They became sick and dying. You see? And, 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 and we see this today. You see? But one of the things that we do is we constantly uh, uh, reject uh, the counsel of God. We we don't remember anymore. See, this is the third time. But what they did was nice. They draw near. I mean, they cry out to the Lord. First 19 said, then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble. So, whatever the nature of what we have done, we will always need Him. So, we should always draw near to God. Don't draw away from Him. Draw near to Him. Seek his face. Uh, let his glory be upon you. You see, so we have to seek him, no matter our situation, no matter our feelings. Now you see, this is the third time they cry out. So he always come. Uh, this time around, he came with his word and and healed them because they were all getting sick and dying because they were eating food. They were asking. You see, let him. I give you what you need. See, let his will be fulfilled. See, let his will be what fulfilled. Let his will be done in in your life, in our lives. See, most of the times we know what we are asking is going to kill us. See, most of the times we don't know that what we are asking is good or bad because we are like blind men and women most of the time what we are asking 
they are not good for us. See, they were asking for meat. You see, and at that time, he knew that they were not ready for meat, and yet they were asking, "No, we eat meat. We need meat. Oh, you need meat. Okay, now eat." You see, and sickness came. You see, so now they cry out to him, and he sent his word, and he healed them. You see, he sent his word and healed them, and delivered them from their work, from their destruction. To the Lord for His goodness, and verse twenty-two. You see, um, for His wonderful words to the children of them, let them sacrifice the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And the place work with rejoicing. So you will see, just continue and continue and continue. So in your spare time, please, please read and finish up with this chapter. This is uh, a great chapter to dwell in. It will encourage you. It will build you up and see that uh, we have a living God who. Uh, uh, has a great loving kindness. You see, our Lord has what a great loving kindness, and it's uh, a great blessing to us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. We just want to uh, let's join together now, and let's uh, for the few minutes that we have remaining, let us seek His face. Let's come to him in the name of Jesus. You know, one of the things we we always ask for, we don't know that it's good for us. Most of the time we are asking for the things that will kill us. Isn't that amazing? We ask for the things uh, uh, that will kill us. And our good God, because of his great loving kindness, he sees us He says, hmm, I'm not going to give it to this guy. If I give it to him, it will kill him. Then we don't. When we pray, then we don't see answer to that prayer. Then we are discouraged. Oh, God does not love me. So I pray for this, and He did not. Uh, he did not uh, uh, give it to me. You see, no, we are not to be discouraged. You see. We are not to be uh, uh, be in uh, angry against God. Whatever we are asking, you see. Sometimes we ask amiss. Sometimes we we are not asking according to His will. So if if we do all these things, He will not answer. You see. So we have to ask what we need. What what exactly we did. What is it good for us? Let His will be done in that asking. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you today. We bless you. First, we want to commend those who are our brothers and sisters in Greece who have lost their loved ones. I pray for them. I ask, O oh God, that the spirit of comfort will come to the families and you will accept, you will receive those who have gone, passed on to the other side. Father, I pray for the government, I pray for the people. The community, I pray for the Spirit to comfort them, to give them relief in the name of Jesus at this time. And I pray for our brothers and sisters who are listening now. We get ourselves ready at all times. Prepare us, O God. Prepare our heart to know you, to seek you. Knowing you is better than everything. It's everything we need. Use everything we need. We need you, Holy Ghost. We need you, Father. We need you in our life. We cannot do it by ourselves. We need you in every area of our life. We bless you. We give you glory. We thank you, Father. We thank you for today. I, I pray for our brothers and sisters, every challenge is today, in every area of their life. You rescue them just as you rescue our forefathers in the name of Jesus. Father, they call upon you. Rescue them in the name of Jesus. Rescue them in their going out. Rescue them in their coming in. Rescue them when they lie down. Rescue them when they wake up in their dream. Rescue them in their workplace. Rescue them in their business. Rescue them 
in the court that they find themselves, oh God, rescue them from the adversary, rescue them in their challenges, rescue them in every area of their life, in their children, rescue them, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, rescue them, oh God, as you have rescued our forefathers in the wilderness, in every challenges they went through, in their sicknesses, rescue them in the mighty name of Jesus. We rescue them, oh God, you are well able to rescue them, rescue them in their going out, in their coming, in the lying out, in their rising up, in their right hand, in their left hand, in the front, in the back, up, down, in, out, rescue them in the mighty name of Jesus. Rescue them, oh God, every area of their life. We bless you. We worship you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.